And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much once again, Mr. John Bon Jovial, our legendary co-host and announcer. Thank you so very much. And thank you, listeners, for joining us again this week, because without you, there would be no need for us to be here. It would just be an hour of John and I playing music for each other. And, you know, that gets old real quick. Either that or we'd probably wind up getting drunk and forgetting what the heck we were doing. So we're really glad that you're here all our listeners around the world, and of course, especially our listeners in Rochester, New York, who listen to us over the services of WRFZ FM 106.3, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio, for which we thank Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards show on Rochester Free Radio. We thank you so very much, Mary. We love you, and we appreciate the opportunity you give us to talk and play music for our friends in Rochester. Thanks also to the gang at WRFZ, including uh, including Mike Litvak and uh, uh, Armand, who does the Armand Spin shows. Check them out. Uh, some great shows, great music, and I guarantee you're going to hear music that you haven't heard before. Right now, though, you're going to hear a song that you have heard before because this is from some friends of ours who introduced this song on this show a few weeks ago. And it's almost got a, that's got a nice rhyme and rhythm to it. We could, we could make a song out of that. They call themselves Focus Your Audio, and this is the tune that they just released. We're going to play it again for you right now. It's called Over There.
over there. They call themselves Focus Your Audio out of Vancouver, Canada. And uh, love that sound. They've, they've got such a unique sound. Once you hear them, you'll never mistake them for any other group or any other group for them. And uh, it's just a delight to talk to them when they come on the show. Congratulations. Focus Your Audio called Over There. It's available now on all streaming platforms. John Bon Jovial. How are things in Bon Jovial? Uh, bon Joviality, my under. <laughs> bon Joviality. Yeah, that. that's pretty much it, isn't it? Uh, not too bad. Uh, you know, we kind of dodged a bullet with this uh, tropical storm, uh, Eta, Eta, an estimated time of arrival. I'm not really sure how you pronounce it. Uh, but, yeah, she kind of uh, she kind of dodged you, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Well, once she heard that I was over here, well, I'm not going to mess with that Bon Jovial be character enough. because, well, he's a character. <laughs> uh, but I know to, across the state, uh, you know, I'm in Naples, Florida, and across the state over in Fort Lauderdale where my sister lives, uh, they got uh, on uh, Sunday, uh, which is uh, about a week before that this is actually airing, uh, they got about six inches of rain in a five-hour period of time, and they had winds gusting up to 60, Whoa. 70 miles an hour. Uh, but here, which, I mean, we're only 110 miles apart, uh, it was hardly anything. And as a matter of fact, as of mid-afternoon today, the sun was out and shining. So it's like, yeah, I'm very grateful. We dodged a bullet because after Hurricane Irma, I was you know, you, you get a little gun-shy. Yeah, I understand that, and uh, I was watching on the on the Weather Channel uh, the storm surge and path, and I noticed that the eye missed you completely. Went out to the Gulf, yeah. but yeah, you did get the uh, the strong side of the storm, which happens to be the side that slapped you up pretty good today, and. Uh, I'm, or yesterday, as it were. Well, yeah, and I'm glad that it did miss you this morning. And I'm glad yeah, that it this... moved out because. It was this morning. It was, was it was windy and rainy, and it but it's weed it's up. gone. Yeah, it's gone now. But I want to get back. Yeah, if it I wanna, didn't, we would have missed the show. Oh, yeah, we sure would have. I want to touch though for a second on uh, <laughs> that song that we just played over there by Focus Your Audio. Sure. Um, it is such an easy song to listen to, and it has such good production mm. values to it, and the vocals are are just fantastic. And the thing that I like about the song from a technical point of view the production values on it are very relaxed it's not intense it doesn't grab you by the neck and shake you to get your attention it's something that you know that's just not necessary the you know it's like a, a pure singing voice uh nice piano refrains you know the drumming is very is great the the guitar work is great and the way they all put it they put it all together uh, I really, I really think they've got something uh, that, uh, if you know, mainstream terrestrial radio, uh, like the thugs at iHeartRadio, if they don't pick that up, you know, they're 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 crazy. Because I think that I think that's a winner. I agree with you, and I agree with you on the subtle sexuality of Sarah's singing. Oh, yeah, I mean, it just it's great. You just feel it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they've done some great stuff, and we've been pleased to have them introduce several of their tunes here on the David Bowers Awards. By the way, I want to take just a second. Our fact checker has uh, reminded me that I messed up at the beginning of the show at the top where I mentioned our friends at Rochester Free Radio and misidentified Steve Litvak. 
whose Rock and Roll Rumble show follows ours on WRFZ. And uh, I want to apologize and make sure that we have that straight. His name is Steve Litvak. Okay, we got that right. And I know I'll get uh, I know I'll get email on that one. But hey. A slip of the tongue. What can I say? Yeah, we, we know we know Steve, and we we know what he would do to you if 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 you didn't make that you know correct if you didn't correct yeah. that egregious would error. Definitely <laughs> rumble me. Absolutely. <laughs> We've got a couple other things I want to touch on before we get to our first guest here, and uh, one of them is another one of our guests. As a matter of fact, all of our comments here today are about prior guests. We've really got a run of uh, good things happening as a result of the good talent that we've run into. The Pondhawks, who were on uh, recently introducing Invisible Stranger, which turned out to be an accidental uh, pandemic song, and uh, a really grabber if you listen to it. It's kind of subtle, and it sneaks up on you, the meaning behind it, but you listen to the lyric, and it it really reaches you here. It's uh, being considered for a Grammy nomination, and we congratulate the Pondhawks on being considered for a Grammy isn't that? And also, want to mention that they are, they have reached number one. They are the number one indie band in the world on the Reverb Nation chart of over four million bands. So I just picked that up online earlier today. Congratulations to the Pondhawks of the Windy City of Chicago, and uh, what can I say? Those two are two more that we love having on the show. So much fun uh, every time they visit us. And we also want to mention, since we are an awards show, and every show is an awards show, so everybody that appears on the show is an automatic awards winner, we want to congratulate someone who won a legitimate award. And our first The David Bowers Award of the Week goes to Michael Stover, at MTS Management and Records, who has won the Best Management Award at the Red Carpet Awards show in Holland. Congratulations, Michael, for this uh, for this stunning achievement. I mean, it is well-deserved. You deserve it. And it's always good to see a deserving person win an award that they deserve. I think I've used that word often enough for the show, too, so we'll toss that. But congratulations, Michael. Thank you so much. For you and everybody at NTS Management, what you do to help us find many of the guests, including our second guest on the show today. And uh, we really love working with you. You're a great partner to work with. And obviously other people think so too, because you've just been awarded Best Management at the Red Carpet Awards in Holland. Congratulations, Michael. And with that being said, I think it's time for us to get to our first guest. What say you, John Bon Jovial? I think that is a capital idea, and uh, we have a young lady coming to us from the other side of the world today, as, as I understand it. Absolutely. We have a breaking uh, pop star, pop singer, young lady from India, from Mumbai, India, will be talking to us in about oh, four minutes, give or take. And here she is. Her name is Aditi, and this is called Alien. It's like I have the wrong skin. 
Was alien by Aditi, who is here to talk with us today. Aditi, hello. Hi, David. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, well, thank you for sharing the time with us from India. You're in Mumbai. And uh, first off, let's find out a little bit about Aditi, who you are and how you got into music. Yes, definitely. Um, uh, so I'm actually 16 years old. Um, and uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm a pop singer, um, and I'm classically trained as well. I have a background in opera. Oh, wow. Um, and, um, uh, well, my ambition is to make it successful as um, a singer, and um, that's, um, that's my ambition. That's what I'm working towards. Um, I've been singing my whole life, basically. Um, well... To give you the story, my parents actually say that um, I started at about nine months, um, uh, and um, I started humming at about nine months, and um, at about three, I knew all of the nursery rhymes, and I was I was constantly singing all of them, and um, at about four to five, I believe I graduated to more serious um, songs. Like, one of the first songs I ever sang was The Power of Love by uh, Celine Dion. Oh boy. Um, so, I guess... Um, you could say that music has always been a part of my life. Um, I can't really say when I started to get into it. It's always been a friend I've known forever, I guess, you know. I and see um, that. at eight years old, um, I was um, I was I started opera, my training in opera because before that it had um, all been about pop for me, but I started opera and I believe opera has been really helpful to me as a singer. So it's helped me form my musical identity and it's sure. helped me um, me sing a lot um in a way that's unique between opera and pop um so i can find a technique that's comfortable for me so that's a little about me as a singer um so that's um that's amazing uh opera training at eight years old that's uh, what what kind of a feeling is that how did how did that strike you now your perception at eight years old is not the same as it is an adult or even as a 16 year old 
What do you remember thinking and feeling with that? Well, at eight years old, for me, I didn't. I don't think it's. It didn't really strike me as anything big. I, um, well, I loved music and opera training. I didn't really even know what opera was, to be honest. Sure. I was just. Um, my parents had just told me that it's something that was good to know. And there was this teacher in town, and um, she usually didn't take children. But when she heard me singing pop, she was really impressed, and she wanted to take me in. At eight, I was very oblivious, like all children are. I, I don't sure. think that we know at that age how to um, how to like put any name to anything. I didn't really know about opera, but I found out that I really enjoyed it at that time. When I started to it, when I started to sing, it just it came to me, and um, I really enjoyed singing it. And um, of course, as the years went by to sixteen years old, I I now know I know a lot more. I'm a lot more educated on the subject, and I'm a lot more educated on how it feels. At eight years old, I didn't really think that singing opera at that age was special. I didn't think of myself as as um, different to other children in any other way. I mean, it was very normal. But as you grow older, I guess you start to be more aware of your surroundings. And I think my perception has changed a lot on um, who I am and what I do, um, especially um, regarding opera. Very good. Very good. That's that's uh, so interesting to get your perspective, especially since you are still on the younger side of the curve. John Bon Jovial, I can see you're... Uh, you're waiting to get in here. What you got? <laughs> well, uh, Aditi, for, you know, welcome to our show. We're so glad that you're here. Um, my Thank question, you. well, sure. I mean, it's it's not every day that we get somebody, you know, with a talent such as yours that comes along. And, uh, and, and I say that in only the most positive way because I was uh, born and raised into a family of opera fanatics, my mother and my father. Oh, wow. uh, would listen to opera all the time. They, they, uh, whenever uh, they could. We, I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, they had season tickets to the Boston Symphony Orchestra. And occasionally, they would have a featured opera singer, and it was always a very special thing. But I, I guess I would like to know who your influences are. Who do you look up to as an opera singer? Who do you most wish to aspire to be? Well, as an opera singer, I think some of my big influences um, are, well, I, I'm, I was very influenced by Charlotte Church for the longest time. Charlotte Church was a big influence of mine. Actually, I used to sing a song called Panis Angelicus, and um, I actually got the inspiration to sing that song from uh, Charlotte Church. I used to watch her, um, I used to watch her um, videos, um, her performance, and... I used to connect, I used to basically um, almost see if I could do what she does. And it was really, um, another really big influence of mine was uh, Sarah Brightman. Um, in the song Time to Say Goodbye, which was one of my first songs ever, I guess, that I was that was classical and that I learned, I was always listening to Sarah Brightman. I was always listening to her singing it and listening how, to how she sounds. And I also, another major influence is Jackie Ivanko for me. Um, I mean, she was, she's um, almost as young as I am as well. And um, she, uh, and the point is that it was really wonderful to see her singing so well at such a young age. And the song Nella Fantasia, which she sang, was a big inspiration for me. I've also sang it, and um, I guess that 
she was a huge inspiration to the way that I sang that song. And I have learned from all of them and really like tried to um really tried to refine my technique through learning from them. So I would say they're really, really big um influences for me. Um, I'm mainly a pop singer, though. Um, I would, um, I, I want to be a pop singer, but regarding opera, which is something I really enjoy doing, these are my main, really big um, influences. Very good. Uh, now, <clears throat> you're from Mumbai. Mumbai is one of the largest cities in India, is it not? Yes, it is. Yeah, I th I, I'm not terribly familiar, but uh, what is the, from a pop singer standpoint, what is the status of the music industry in Mumbai? For example, how hard, how difficult is it for you to get your foot in the door, so to speak, and get a start in pop music? Well, I think that's a really, really good question because, um, well, the music industry in Mumbai, you should know, is extremely um, Hindi-oriented because we have our own num language and we are very, um, it's very Hindi-oriented, very Bollywood-oriented. And, um, you know, uh, personally, I'm not very into those things. I do not want to be a Bollywood singer. Um, so it's, it's very difficult because I've been called by a few shows who say that they want me to sing Hindi and that's really not um, in my comfort zone. I don't really, like, I'm not really great at that. I'm quite average um, to say it. So um, it's, it's hard to be, um, it's hard in India to be an English singer because there are not many opportunities, to be honest. That's why actually my dream is not to be in India, but to actually um to be to go to a place where English music is really appreciated, like the U.S. and um, in India, it's quite difficult. Uh, I I don't want to put down my country. I feel like there are a lot of really talented people here. But um, to be absolutely honest, uh, I think a very big problem with our music industry, and not just the fact that it's not um, a lot of English, because um, I appreciate that everyone has their own music, and I believe in you know cultural um, individuality, but. I do feel that um, in India, there's a lot of nepotism going on. I'm, of course, we have very talented singers, but there's a lot of nepotism. Um, there's a lot of, and I personally face that because um, in India, it's um, there's some um, people in our music industry. Um, there's a lot of some. Um, you're supposed to know someone. You're supposed to have a famous father, a famous aunt, and that's basically your ticket in. And um, that's quite difficult to the rest of us. And um, it's really limiting for us. I bet I it is. Really, um, I don't really have anyone. So, you know, it's quite hard. And I personally faced a lot of opportunities where I have tried and I realized that the person who ended up getting the role was maybe the the um, producer's daughter or something like that. So that ended up, that's a big um, deterrent sure. here. Sure. So I, you know, I'm trying to make it in an area where they're like i'm completely on my own so i would want to be in an area where people like accept that it's okay to be on your own and you know you can make it there like Fantastic. so i think that's a really big problem here beautiful then we want to thank uh jay from uh from the uh, magazine uh from <laughs> i have no have my note here in front of me the uh in the music magazine from india who uh, yeah. put us in touch with you and uh, we thank him. Are there more people like Jay that you can turn to for contacts and for moving your career forward? 
Well, um, I firstly do want to thank Jay because he's been really kind to me, and I really I thank him for um, putting my name forward to you. Um, Lazy um, Indie it's really, Magazine. It's a really nice thing. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. It's a really, He'll never really forgive nice, me. Uh, thing. <laughs> Well, I really thank Jay for everything he's done, and um, it's really kind of him to help me out. Um, well, I'm not. Well, uh, there are a lot of people who continue to inspire me and really want to help me. Um, well, I do have a few people who are really um, who are really keen to help me, um, and there are, like for example, to name a few really big supporters that I have. It's my parents. They are really helpful like my mom and my father um they really they help me a lot and they support me in my journey and um i would say that they are i mean without them i wouldn't get half of the opportunities i have sure. because i wouldn't be able to um i wouldn't be able to handle it on my own and um, no no and, and parental uh, support is important yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, because I am young, I'm I'm only sixteen, and um, it's hard to to completely do it on my own. And um, my not only my parents but my family they are a really huge um support system for me. My uncle and my grandparents. Um, I like it's a really really big um deal for me, and especially my mom. She's been a really huge support for me. Um, and they've always been there for me. Like um, I think. Um, a big problem is that a lot of parents might want their kids to, to do something conventional, like maybe they want them to be a doctor or a lawyer because music is so unpredictable. But my family has never been like that, and they have never that's, ever told me that like I should keep any restrictions on what I do. So I'm really grateful wonderful. to them for that. That's wonderful. We're almost out of time here, so I want you, if you can, in about 30 seconds or so, uh, tell us how... People, can, the listeners, can find you online, find your music, and even buy it if it's available. Definitely. Um, well, I, I have. I'm, I'm available on social media. You can find me on Instagram. My username is at the rate Aditi Ayer Music. That's A-D-I-T-I-I-Y-E-R and music. Um, and you can find me on Facebook as well. That's www.facebook.com slash Aditi Ayer Official. And um, you can find me on YouTube as well. Um, that's um, www.youtube.com slash official. Um, so you can um, find me there. Um, so you can also find me on um, Spotify. So on Spotify, you can find um, all three of the songs from my EP that I have released. I've released um, my song, Somebody. I've released my song, Alien. And I've released Glass, uh, Alien and Glass, which you um, played as well. So you can find all of those on Spotify. Um, you just have to type my name, Aditi, A-D-I-T-I, and um, somebody, Glass or Alien, and you'll find me and you'll find my song. So um, that's where you can find me. Very good. Thank you so much, Aditi, for spending time with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, from Mumbai, Thank India. Thank you so much for calling me. You're welcome. From Mumbai, India. Pop singer Aditi, and this is her latest. It's called Glass. Behind this glass Do you think this is normal? I try to scream but can't I've taken all I can take Wanna keep on the mask So the words aren't hurtful Cause one day I know this glass will break Someday the girl that they see Will be gone 
you're also going to like our next guest. He goes by the name of David Arn. He is a, he's classified as an American postmodern singer, songwriter. He's based out of Virginia and best known for his lyrical style and walking that very thin line between American music and poetry. His latest album, Traveler Tales, is out right now. We're going to play a couple of tunes from there, and we're going to talk to him about the concept of the album. So give a listen if you would, please. Here is David Arn, and Love is Free. Red sky at morning, it's cold for September. I'm trying to get you this song We were a prism through which love flowed But then one day passion slowed Like the sun coming over the hill Your gentle touch could beat the chill Storms kick up where they will You meet this good world still Here's your song Love is free All you should do Is take it from me In a crossfire secrets in the dark I was trying not to see the pain what you did was crazy and beautiful You anchored me to a chain 
I try to explain Your gentle touch could beat the chill Let your thoughts do and say what they will You made this a good world still Here's your song Love is free All you should do Take it from me Heard you're seeking shelter from a street Where dreams get pummeled with stone Love grows old much too fast You might need more than what you ask Don't split the cost, don't pick up the bill Like the sun coming over the hill Your gentle touch could beat the chill You made this good world still Here's your song Love is free All you should do Is take it from me Love is free. His name is David Arn. He's here to sit in and chat with us for a little while. David, come on in here and say hello to everybody. Hi, David. How are you doing? Doing just well, thank you, and so glad to have you here with us. Uh, I have to admit that uh, I am not from, I was not familiar with your music, and uh, my education uh, was a pleasant one. I am really, really impressed with what you do and how you do it. Now you have been uh, you have an album out now, which I believe is what your third album, Traveler Tales. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. And uh, this came out what in September. Now this is what we used to in the trades call a concept album. Uh, what what did you conceptualize in in creating this album? Well. First of all, David, let me tell you that uh, I'm really grateful that you are uh, talking to me tonight. That's great. I've, uh, you know, I've, I've seen some of your shows and I've listened to you, and I think it sounds great. Well, thank you. And you're so absolutely glad. right. You're absolutely right about uh, about Traveler Tales. It is is kind of a a concept avenue uh, album. It's kind of a concept album. It's uh, 14 songs, 14 tales, where uh, each uh, traveler is uh, telling their story, their situation through a song. And uh, it came about because I was trying to put together an album, and I found that I had all of these first-person narrative songs. Some of them were folk songs, some were rock songs. Um, It was uh, all pretty much Americana. Uh, but I just wasn't happy about the way they were coming together. And uh, and then I came up with the concept of that I borrowed from a, a piece of literature uh, called Canterbury Tales. It was written by uh, mm. Geoffrey Chaucer back in the Middle yes. Ages, 1300s. Mm-hmm. And uh, his most famous work is it's Canterbury Tales, where he you have all of these people on a pilgrimage, and they're each telling their story. And I thought... 
that would be a great vehicle that I could take and uh, and borrow that, and uh, and then somehow all of these different songs that were uh, some of which were stylistically different would make more sense. So as a result, I may have the mother's tale, the father's tale, the veteran's tale, uh, the photographer's tale, that kind of thing. And when you hear the song uh, and you see the video, uh, most of the songs on the uh, album have a video to go with it. Uh, it, it makes sense, you see, uh, because it's not really me talking, uh, and uh, it, it kind of gives more authenticity to it, especially when you hear uh, a song like uh, like Mother's Day. You hear the Mother's Tale. I, I couldn't sing that song. I could not perform that song, but I was, but I had to fit it in in some way. So that is basically, if you want to call it a concept album, the songs will stand on their own, um, but uh, they work together um, in the fact that you have 14 people telling their stories. And if you if you look at the uh, album art, artwork, what you see on the front uh, are some uh, interesting characters uh, on a, mm-hmm. way, a, a path leading to the top of a mountain, you see, mm-hmm. and and you, you would just imagine that they're, you know, they stop every once in a while and they tell their story, they sing their song. Very good, yeah, and we will be playing Mother's Day. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Michael at MTS Recordings and Management, uh, who put me in touch with you, uh, recommended that I be sure and use that as one of the tunes we play, and after listening to it, I understand why. John Bon Jovio, I know you're sitting there waiting to jump in. Yeah, well, first of all, David, welcome to the show. We are absolutely thrilled that you're with us, and... uh... Uh, just you know, thank you. We're 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 quite pleased that you let us play your music. What I want to ask you, um, in listening to um, a few of the tracks off of the record, uh, it's it's obvious that you've been influenced. You've had outside influences in developing this style of music that you do, and uh, also the style of storytelling that you do. So where did that come from? Who who is uh, who is or yeah, who was your muse, if you will? That's a great question. Um, I think that um, I really like folk music. Uh, I always have, you know. Uh, I liked uh, early Dylan. Uh, I love and I love Leonard Cohen. And when you take and listen to those songs, they are, they're always telling a story. And uh, that's what I try to do. I don't, I would never write a song like uh, Baby, 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 I'm Crazy About You. You know, I would never write that kind of song. Uh, <laughs> that kind of love song, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what I would, uh, if you listen to most, most of my songs, you watch the videos, you, you find that there is a story there. Uh, and I write with a lot of imagery. So when uh, the filmmakers are doing the videos, uh, they have a lot of cues that they can use in the video and kind of lead them along in that way. But I think that's, uh, uh, that's important that I do, I do try to tell a story and get that across. And I think that's astute on your part to kind of, to kind of pick up on that, uh, is that, um, um, I mean, it is traveler's tales, and I'm, I'm trying to have each one uh, to, uh, tell, their, tell their story. But I, I know that came from um, uh, the influence of uh, listening to folk songs, uh, listening to people like John Prine, Tom T. Hall, things like that. Uh, that I just love that that simple style uh, of storytelling. 
Do you uh, also take influence from such artists as, say, Phil Oaks or Towns Van Zandt, uh, Tom Rush, and, and uh, people of that ilk? You are my brother. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. No, we would get along just fine. Yeah, I, no, I, I love that, uh, uh, th- That uh, you know, I, I refer to it as Americana music, you know. It's, it's, it's it is, rock. you're absolutely right, it, it yeah. is. Yeah, and it's and there's a certain confessional style to it uh, that that I like, you know, um, and uh, I, I know I, I do I do like that. I'm I'm always trying to make an emotional uh, connection with a listener. That's what I'm trying to do. And if I can't, um, I know we're we're, we're going to play Mother's Day in a little bit, but that song makes an emotional uh, connection. I just sure. like, I just put that up on Facebook today. Uh, and uh, and the comments are starting to come in. I tagged it with autism, autism moms, all those di- those different tags which were appropriate to the song. And I can't believe the comments and the likes I'm getting. And I just I just put that up. I think this morning you see. Fantastic. So that tells me that I hit the spot on that one. Absolutely, and I think that's what I was referring to when when I mentioned at the top about your uh, your songwriting and your ability to take these thoughts and bring them home to where they actually do reach out and touch people. It's one thing to to translit and transmit songs or thoughts, but to be able to reach someone to the point where they listen and feel what you're trying to say that's that's special. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's that's what and that's what I aspire to do, um, and I and I think that it's just um, the story, uh, the storytelling part of it comes uh, just comes from my, the way I was you know educated you know it was uh, that was my background you know um, in college and uh, had gone to uh, uh, to grad school uh, for for that as well you know and it's just read a lot of literature read a lot of stories. And um, and I just find that it, it carries over into the music. It just seemed like a natural mm-hmm. thing for me to be doing. You see, sure. Um, so I so I so I did it did it in that way. Well, yeah. before we get too uh, too far away from the subject, uh, I want to be sure and give some time here because one of the things that we haven't talked about is the music that you have put with it now. Uh, there's got to be at least two factors here. One, your concept of how you wanted the music to support your story, and then, of course, the musicians who provide it. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, that's uh, thanks for asking that question, Um, because I would love to talk about how how we work on it. Um, When I I do a song, I always start with the lyric. Uh, I take in... uh, get an idea for a story, for a song, and I work on the lyric. And then after I do that, I sit down on the piano. I play piano and I play guitar. Piano's my first instrument. That's the one I was, I was actually trained on. Uh, and, uh, and, I, and I work it up uh, as what, what I might call a, a demo. You know, mm-hmm. I've established the key, how it is that I want to sing it. I do the arrangement. And then I have certain uh, musicians that I work with, uh, and the key here is that you always work with people who are better than you, are better musicians than you. <laughs> and so I have about four or five people that I reach out to 
uh, who have worked with some powerful people. And uh, what I do is I, I, I send them the music, I send them the chords. Sometimes uh, I may have to put a lead sheet with it and tell them what it is that, I, that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And there is a, a guitarist in, uh, in England, in the UK, in the Midlands, by the name of uh, um, Toby Wilson, Tobias Wilson. And I've been working with him probably for about seven years right now. And, and he and I are kindred spirits. I mean, I send him something and then he sends it back with an acoustic guitar track that is just incredible. You know, it just kind of takes it to the next level. And uh, and then I have, uh, depending on what, what I need in that song, I've got uh, uh, different musicians that I can uh, uh, can, can re- uh, reach out to. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I need, on one song, I needed a saxophone player. I reached out to Ian Smith, uh, who has played with a lot of great people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, all the way back to the temptations, you know, is, uh, is who he's, uh, is played with and that's kind of telling him what, what I'm looking for. And then he puts it together and then it's, uh, all those pieces kind of come in here and then, uh, and then we, we put them together and, um, sometimes there are live performances where we're actually recording here, but I've just found, uh, especially, uh, with this pandemic that I have very good people that I can reach out to and everybody's doing that right now. You know, everybody's got uh, their Neumann microphones and their pro tools and they're uh, recording those, <clears throat> those wave files and then emailing them to one another, you see? Hmm. And, uh, and then, and then I, I put it together in, in that way. And, I w- um, I want to jump in here before we run out of time, because I believe that self-promotion, it should be highly promoted. So before we run out of time and don't have time to talk about Mother's Day, I want to give you a chance to tell the listeners where they can find you and how they can find you online so that they can follow you, get your music and your story. Great. Thanks for asking that. Well, my website is davidarn.com. They can find me there. Uh, on Facebook, it's David Arn Music. Um, is where you'll find me. And I've been working with Michael Stover. And I, I will put in a plug here for Michael Stover if I can. Absolutely. So this is my third album. And uh, Michael is ringing the bell. I really feel like this is a breakthrough for me. Uh, I'm getting a great response to it. Lots of plays on the radio. Uh, I've been doing a ton of ton of interviews. Michael and, is uh, a it's, good man. He's He's done excellent work. As a matter of fact, we mentioned at the top of the show today that uh, he just picked up another award, a red carpet award from Holland, I think, for his uh, management skills and uh, what he accomplishes there. Now, before we run out of time, this is it. This is the time. Let's let's tell us about the story behind the tune we're going to close with, Mother's Day. Okay. Mother's Day uh, is the mother's tale. And it's featuring a singer by the name of Ava Hart. Uh, Ava and I were working together. Um, actually, I heard her uh, do a, a cover of Etta James once, and I went up to her and I said, "If I wrote songs for you, would you uh, would you would you sing them?" And she thought about it. She said yes, and we started recording songs. And I asked her. Um, what kind of song would you like to sing? And she, I found out that she was the uh, mother of a child with uh, 
with autism, and she said, I would like you to write a song uh, for my son. So I, uh, that's what I did. I, I wrote uh, Mother's Day. Uh, it took a, a while. I had to do a, a lot of research on it. You know, I was eavesdropping on different uh, blogs and things like that. Sure. And mm-hmm. if you look into it, you really find uh, that it, it can be a very tough situation. It uh, is indeed. Yeah. And yours is not the first song we've had on here. Uh, we had a uh, we had a mom and her son on here who did a song uh, that was supporting uh, autism. And that was back, I think, in July. And I really appreciate you sharing your story especially the story of Mother's Day and, of course, your music. And I will look forward to uh, perhaps having you come back and see us again in the future. We have a uh, we have a thing on the show where you're on the show, you're part of our family. So keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on. We'd like to follow you and, uh, and help you promote if you can. So keep in touch with us, if you would, please. David, thanks so much. And, John, thank you as well. You're so welcome. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, David Arn, and this is Mother's Day. you 
David Arn, uh, what a tremendous song! It's uh, definitely a uh, definitely a touching song, and as I said, uh, he knows how to reach people, does he not, John Bon Jovi? Oh, he really does. Beautiful song, beautifully written, well thought out, uh, very impressive. And I'm so glad we were able to have him come join us on the show. We're also glad that you came and joined us at home there, and uh, we hope you'll be back again next week. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Okay. Well, hey, folks, you did it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we are most grateful for it and hope that we'll see you right back here again next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free, which is always a good thing, on most major streaming services. Follow the David Bowers Awards on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, and be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards next Next Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM 106.3 Rochester, New York, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio. And then you can find us Sunday on Blog Talk Radio, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 to 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, I am yours truly, the legendarily lovable John Bon Jovial, saying uh, be good to each other. Wash your hands, keep your distance, wear your mask, and have a pastrami and cheese sandwich for me, okay? We'll see you next week right here at the David Bowers Awards. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.